And welcome. Episode 87 of the Anime Arcade Podcast. My name is Jeff. I'm here with Logan. Yo. And Carlos. What is up, everyone? <laughs> What's up, guys? Not much. We just uh, we just recorded a thing. We just did a thing. We, we did. did. <laughs> we totally recorded a thing. A thing that encompassed an entire year. 2018 anime reviews. I know we're a few months late on this, but... Um, it's still great content, even though it's a little late, I promise. Yeah, I, I think it was actually, you know, kind of nice to not rush it out the door, you know, coming into 2019. Uh, gave us a little bit of time to actually kind of sit back and, uh, you know, contemplate how we felt about 2018 and the anime that happened to uh, come out in that year. So, For yeah, sure. I, Agreed. I appreciate it. Yeah, and it gave us time to, like, to remember, like, to reminisce and not just, like, forget everything uh-huh. so it's yeah, true it's nice. i think i think it's also interesting that we're doing this at the time we did it because typically when you do these year in reviews you're you're coming straight off of the the final season yeah. of the year and so you have a different opinion of those shows than you do maybe about shows that happened all the way in the winter season you know the beginning of the year so um i think it's uh or would it be winter season whatever the, yeah. the first season of the year. <laughs> yeah. uh, so I, I feel like we were able to fairly judge um, all the shows from the different seasons um, I really enjoyed it I, I really love talking about uh, all these different shows kind of going over the season sharing our opinions about these different characters I even flip-flopped on one of the things that I had thought I was going to give uh, <laughs> um, spoilers it was the anime of the year I flip-flopped on <laughs> <laughs> It happens, you know, as we went through all the categories, kind of like hearing what, you know, each of us had to say about the, the, the different things, you know, it kind of uh, reminds you of stuff and you realize that, oh man, I actually did like this show a lot more than I originally thought. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah I say, uh, let's just uh, let them get to it so they can uh, hear our opinions on 2018 and the anime that they gave us. Yeah. Real quick, fun fact. I'm recording from South Carolina today, which makes Anime Arcade has been recorded in seven different states as of today. So, uh, kind of fun fact. Anyway, iChon's visited seven different states in the U.S. Hopefully international soon. Yeah, yeah. Someday. We'll be worldwide. The Worldwide Anime Podcast. Wait a minute. Technically, we are because Steven's been on the podcast. Oh, true. that's true. He has. So re- he has oh, he has. Yeah. He has recorded from, from England. Yeah. Damn, we're good. Oh, boy. <laughs> well, we're not going to okay. consider guests. You know what? Because if we considered guests, we've had people from other states, too, that I we'd have to go back and look at. So yeah. the hosts of Anime Arcade have recorded from seven different states. So fun fact, Aichan is on the road. Um, stay tuned <laughs> for next time. Taking the world by storm. There you go. <laughs> okay. Enjoy the cast, everybody. Yeah, thanks for listening, guys. Gentlemen, it's come to my attention that 
I sound tired on the <laughs> podcast sometimes, as said in the most recent group watch. So I'm opening <laughs> a can of Red Bull oh, for boy. this podcast. There you go. <laughs> you rebel. So instead of uh, drinking alcohol, I will be drinking caffeine. Let's see what this does to our podcast today. <laughs> you know what? It can only be good things because after that group watch on Saturday, you know, I don't want to ouch you like this, but you mistook Oregon for Utah. So <laughs> <laughs> you sure did. I totally admit. Yeah. Hey, I mean, to be fair, I've lived on the East Coast my whole life, but I that was totally just I was so tired. Yeah. <laughs> no, like that's why I didn't like you don't always sound tired. It's just that day. Yeah. Like for that group watch, you sounded completely beat. <laughs> <laughs> like you're running um, on fumes watching watching gossip with us i actually fell asleep during the last episode ah, um, <laughs> how dare you so, yeah uh and i think i remember the conversation after it and it, i think things finally started to um get like kind of pick up from the narrative uh you know the overarching narrative of the story so um cool exciting for the group watch gossip you guys enjoying that show by the way yeah yeah, yeah, it's pretty it's, good. It's got its ups and downs. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's been fun. I, I didn't really anticipate it uh, being so fun for a group watch. Like, it seems like we've gotten some pretty good laughs out of just the show in general yeah. um, and the stupid things that happen in it. <laughs> it's pretty ridiculous. And there's there's some, like, logical pitfalls that are fun to poke fun at. But, like, otherwise, it's 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 fun to poke fun at, but it's still engaging enough to keep our attention which is it it's a good group watch good job ben good pick yeah well um i don't even know i, I have to pick my next one i guess yeah <laughs> to figure that out i mean you still have like what how many episodes do we have left well, we got two weeks worth yeah so you got you got two weeks which worth. means it'll be a month yeah yeah go at the rate we go with the group watch yeah oh so we're having to cancel an awful lot, but that's okay. Anyway, um, Carlos, I hear you have an announcement. Oh yeah. yeah. So, uh, <laughs> I wasn't planning to go to Aquas's fifth live. Carlos. However, Carlos, it has come to my attention that Carlos our now. good friend, Steven had an extra ticket and he was like, you want to go? And I was like, you know what? I wasn't planning. <laughs> I'm going, but if when presented with the opportunity, there's no way I'm turning this down. So thank you very much to Spico from our Discord. Uh, we will be going to Fifth Live, and I will be covering Fifth Live. Oh, uh, wow. my um, God. That's awesome news. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm really, really excited, but now I really, really, really need to watch the movie because they're going to... There's no way they're not playing the movie songs, and if for whatever reason they decide you know where we're gonna premiere the love life sunshine movie anime expo no i can't i i have to watch it somewhere else because fifth live is in june and anime <laughs> expo is in july <laughs> you see my dilemma i do see yeah your dilemma. yeah but so very very excited to be able to go back and watch uh watch awkward in the saitama arena again no kidding, man. That's that's awesome. I really did not expect that. And so you're saying June, you're going back? Yep. Well, geez, so I, I've, unfortunately, with AX this, in this July, is... there's no way that I can try to plan to come with you for that one. But <laughs> we still have to plan that trip to Japan. Damn it! <laughs> I think that's a bit like the, the 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 biggest reason I decided on going was the fact that all of my AX um, 
expenses are already paid for. Yeah. yeah. Like we've, we've already got the hotel room. I already have my ticket. So the only thing I have to worry about is <laughs> if Aquas decided to go to AX again, because now I have to buy concert tickets. But <laughs> I, I have like, I have a voucher for a concert ticket, you know, with my VIP ticket. So mm-hmm. uh, that's a no brainer. Yeah. Well, that's cool. But, yep. I'm jealous. And uh, what, one more thing to uh, to talk about um, in the future. So, Indeed. So yeah, looking forward to uh, that coverage. But today we are actually looking backwards because <laughs> much like Crunchyroll, uh, we're doing end of year stuff uh, a little late. Uh, damn near March at this point. <laughs> yeah, by the time this comes out, it will indeed be March. Oh, well, hello, March. Hello, future. Well, so I'm actually, you know, it, it, it's, it, I think it makes sense. We do our first impressions about three weeks into a new season. We're doing our season impressions three months into the new year. <laughs> logic <laughs> right i mean that uh yeah sure <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh you know better late than never right so yeah roll with i mean it, guys I, roll with it <laughs> <laughs> i'm not that worried about it uh, like it was a it last year had its ups and downs so um it, it was it was interesting looking back at this point in time normally at this point in the year i've completely not forgotten all the anime I watched the previous year, but it's really on the back burner, and a lot of it's forgotten. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I only remember like the the stuff that really stood out to me, you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's not like I mean we're late for sure, but even Crunchyroll only had their awards what last weekend, two weeks yeah. ago, something. Mm-hmm. So we're late, but not that late. But um, yeah. So I don't know. We I didn't watch the Crunchyroll awards. Um, but I did see some stuff on Twitter about the winners of various categories, um, and had some, some thoughts about, uh, everything surrounding that. Um, so we decided, yeah, well, I to... mean, at least it wasn't like the same ice skating show for oh, every yeah. single category yeah. this year, well, but it was the same shonen. <laughs> yeah. New year, yeah. different flavor. Yeah, um, no, I, I, I don't like, it's a. With popularity contests like that, like I'm not really gonna be. I wasn't terribly mad, and you know, kudos to the to the judges for getting their picks in. Uh, shout out to Andrew, who was once again a judge this year. Um, yeah, but I mean, you know, we can have disagreements with how things shook out. Yeah, yep. Um, so uh, I decided res- to respectfully. No, no. <laughs> Um, so we, uh, pulled in all of their categories, uh, to kind of answer them for our end of the year podcast, uh, with a few added categories, uh, that we wanted to mention as well. Um, so let's just dive right in. Um, our first category here is best protagonist. So the protagonist (laughs) that we enjoyed the most in 2018, does anyone want to kick us off? Well, I, I don't think we can talk about this particular, um, you know, category without mentioning Peachon from Sword Art Online <laughs> Gungale. The gun? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that show would have been nothing without Peachon. Without He's the right. pink um, P90 that speaks to the main character. <laughs> um, yeah. P- Peachon is not my nomination, actually. Um, it's probably... Uh, unexpected here but um 
from a show that I binged relatively relatively recently on Netflix. Um, the main girl from Kakegurui, uh, Yumeko Jabami, <laughs> is who hmm. I picked for my favorite protagonist. Um, and yeah, I mean, I think she just really she made the show. She's uh, neither of you guys watched the show, right? No. Um, <laughs> it's on I my mean, list. Yeah, here we have a girl who literally, I mean, no one, I don't think you can make gambling as sexy as this girl did. I mean, she actually gets pleasure out of, um, you know, taking risks and gambling. And uh, uh, she's one of these characters that you kind of see in certain shows where you always kind of know she's going to, even though she does things that just look like she's putting herself in a position that's, you know, she's going to lose it all. She's going to, you know, she's going to die or she's gonna you know end up in some terrible position she always ends up coming out on top somehow through some wit or crazy you know series of events but um it was it was fun to watch her and she was just a crazy character and super unique too so um i just i couldn't resist but pick her for for this category <laughs> nice yeah the second season i think is uh going on uh right now so is you'll it? have that to look forward to yeah um, so for me, uh, my best protagonist of 2018 is Machia from Machia. Mm. Um, oh yeah. The movie. I forgot about her. Yeah. Yeah. I thought she was an incredibly strong character and just to be able to see like her story as, uh, you know, the events unfold in her life and the, uh, trials and tribulations that she goes through. I thought she was just incredibly compelling and uh, deserving of my pick for a uh, best protagonist. Hmm. I, I've been vocal about my kind of opinion on Machia as someone who has not finished. I've watched like <laughs> three quarters of the movie and I think I've talked about that on the cast and I've certainly talked about it in the discord, but even throughout those first three quarters and in what I felt was something that just didn't blow up in my face as like the most amazing movie ever. Hmm her character growth and development was just phenomenal. And even just in the first three quarters, and I imagine it only continues to, to be good throughout the, the kind of finale of that movie. So yeah. I can imagine that's an awesome, that's an awesome pick. Yeah. I, I, I might've considered her more if I even thought about <laughs> her in that when, well, when I came around to that, um, for me, uh, my best protagonist of 2018 was, uh, Joe, from Megalobox. Mm. Um, I really enjoy your kind of down and out underdog type character. I mean, who doesn't? We're Americans. Most of us do. Um, but I don't know. I loved, I loved hit the progression. I love the fact that they like throughout the show, he like, he's not just learning boxing and stuff like that. He's kind of learning real world stuff. Um, I especially like the arc where he, kind of learns what fear is in the ring and like the way he reacts to it, I thought was really cool. Um, very human. Uh, hmm. And I mean, yeah, I, I love the character. I really wish that there was going to be more like the way it ended. It ended perfectly. It's fine. But God, I wish there was more. Yeah. So <laughs> Joe from Megalobox is my pick. Nice. nice. Best protagonist. Uh, maybe I'll, a little late to say this, but there probably will be. I mean, there definitely will be spoilers in this cast. So, oh yeah, for sure. Just be be prepared for that. Um, were you gonna say something? Cover Jeff? your ears. Yeah. 
Uh, okay, our next category, going off of protagonist, is best antagonist. So, the villain that you love to hate the most. Um, Jeff, did you want to kick us off again? Yeah, I feel like it's kind of a cop-out and probably obvious, but um, all for one is who I picked for, for this category. I just, um, you know, My Hero Academia is just a, a show. Season three was this in 2018 um and he kind of finally showed his face in season three as you know just about as bad if not worse than he was kind of made out to be through the previous seasons and uh uh yeah i I, you know again seems like kind of a cop-out i feel bad even choosing that but i I couldn't resist (laughs) i I think it fits perfectly yeah the 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 crunchyroll crowd would definitely are definitely agreed with you on that one as well yeah i think he won best antagonist um, for me, um, my best antagonist, I had a hard time coming up with with uh, this one just due to the kinds of shows that I uh, tend to watch. But the um, winner for this one for me is Kieran from Review Starlight, The Giraffe. Wakalimas. <laughs> yeah, uh, he's just, he's... Very mysterious, very weird. He's a talking, like, telepathic giraffe. Um, what, like... <laughs> Who loves theater. <laughs> yeah, well, he's, like, sucking these girls into this kind of, you know, horrific, uh, like, you know, duel for just his enjoyment, um, essentially. So, I found him uh, a very compelling... Um, antagonist in that way definitely unique yeah <laughs> yeah for sure. like, it's such a i watched a few episodes of that show and I, I guess i didn't even really think of him as a protagonist or an antagonist at the point that i'd watched but yeah I, like what a weird character <laughs> yeah yeah i honestly didn't have any <laughs> other real options honestly <laughs> <laughs> but i think he is a good pick yeah, yeah, I like. I mean, you can definitely call him the antagonist of that show for sure, or at least something of an antagonist. Uh, In the way that like Kube is an antagonist <laughs> from Madoka, maybe I don't know. <laughs> uh, so my pick for best antagonist of 2018 is Surumi, uh from Golden Kamoi, specifically season one. I didn't watch season two. Apologies. Um, I read the manga, so. <laughs> I'll get back into season two eventually. Um, but Tsurumi is the one of the main antagonists. I'd say he is the main antagonist. There's quite a few, but um, he's the, like, this hardened military veteran, but he's also really insane because part of his, his like, the front of his skull and, you know, bits of brain were blown off during the Russo-Japanese War. So he's got this big old plate that he has on front of his head. And, like, because, you know, he most assuredly has brain damage. Uh, he acts incredibly erratically. Um, I likened him to uh, the Joker, like we were talking about earlier uh, before we, we started the cast. Yeah. And I kind of, like, I don't think that, like, the chaotic, like, random, you know, villain is always good, but sometimes it works just really, really well, and in Tsurumi, it's very well done. Like, mm. he he does fucking batshit crazy villain with a purpose very, very well. So I, I love watching him. 
uh, even when he does some stuff that makes me kind of cringe and my stomach kind of like clench up and go, why are you doing that? <laughs> why are you talking into that, into <sighs> that put like guy's ear that you cut off? You fucking weirdo. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. He sounds pretty brutal. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's pretty great. I, I really enjoy him. I enjoy him. Almost as much, almost as much as I enjoyed uh, some of the stuff from Fate Zero from <laughs> from Bluebeard and his master. Oh yeah, I don't know why the first person I thought of was the um, this guy oh, from. No. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed like him as well as a villain. I actually really enjoyed him as a villain. Yeah, until until he hurt Rem, and then I was like, all right, this guy needs to die. Uh, <laughs> that's what makes him a good villain. Yeah, that's true. Um, but wrong year, wrong year. Yeah, uh, yeah I, I'd say that's a that's a really wide, <laughs> a wide range of villains. There, we got our our nut, our uh, kind of mustache twirling bad guy, and a giraffe. <laughs> <laughs> Never count out really the weird and and really doing evil things yeah. um, without looking super evil in the process. <laughs> uh-huh. Cool. Um, all right. Uh, we're moving on to best boy. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, I think this is probably a super unorthodox pick as I don't know that many people actually watch this show, but I could not uh, resist but pick uh, Kuchi Jinzaburo from Angle Moise. I loved him from this show. And again, I don't think many people watched Angle Moise, but um, he was the main protagonist in the show. Uh, super OP samurai guy. Um, I guess a Ronin more than a samurai um, who goes around just kind of slaying Mongols and being like a real hero. Honestly, the, the whole, the whole show, I, he was just doing ridiculous, um, like good things while still kind of acting like a bad boy at the same time. So, um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I could definitely I, see this pick. That's a good one. I like it. Yeah. Jinzapo. Yeah. Yeah. No, like <laughs> he, he's so cool that women like to watch him sleep. <laughs> yep, exactly. Yeah, yeah I like, wish I were that cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was definitely uh the the princess there was definitely into him big time. But uh yeah, so Jin Zaburo is uh, my best boy. Uh for me, best boy was Sakata Asusagawa from uh uh Bunny Girl. Um he uh I don't know, just like his demeanor the way he goes about everything, um, the kind of stuff that he deals with and just, he does it all with a fairly cool head. Um, I really enjoyed, uh, he's got a great sense of humor. Um, he's a very kind of like dry and I don't know, like direct character, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I thoroughly enjoyed, uh, his contribution to, uh, that anime. Yeah, no, he he was definitely always one half of of some really fun conversations, mm-hmm. and yeah. uh, and I don't know his demeanor and like his actions always kind of made sense. Eh, not maybe not all the time, but like you know, like it, he was very down to earth. Like you could see this person being kind of a real person if this whole supernatural thing was real. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> For sure. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I get you. I, I think that was another that was a nomination actually on uh the Crunchyroll Award thingies. Mm, good. Uh for me, I, like it's funny because I'm saying best boy. This guy's a man. I mean 
fine. <laughs> he's four. He's in his forties. Uh, it's Masami Kondo from Love Is Like After the Rain. Mm. Oh, uh, that's a great one. I yeah. like. I love the female protagonist of this show, but Masami is such a good character. He's such an interesting character. Like, I mean, especially, I mean, going into my 30s, like, there are definitely things I can look back at and say, fuck, I regret that. And this guy is that character who's like, he's had a decent life, but goddamn, is there there stuff he could have worked on? And, Mm -hmm. like, it's the, the whole kind of not like you say relationship but you know they never actually date or anything like that but it's uh the this kind of weird pseudo relationship that he has with with akira that like in both of them it awakens like they're they're like oh yeah i used to love doing this i should get back to doing that but the way it comes about is so goddamn good and i loved his character loved his character this yeah that i it is a relationship between akira and um Kondo and it's it's just uh, it's not it's not as romantic as like you know the title makes no. you think it's yeah no it's not a romantic relationship I mean, it's as like much just as a beautiful Akira wants it to be a romantic relationship <laughs> really <often. laughs> um, yeah and you know spoilers there but I mean it's just a beautifully kind of realized relationship and I'll, I'll definitely be bringing this show up again and at some point later in the cast but uh yeah I just I couldn't have I could not have possibly imagined them you know, building that relationship and in culminating that kind of relationship in a better way, because obviously we talked about this when I drafted it earlier in the, in the year and how creepy the premise was, but damn, did it pay off? Yeah, no, It was so good. And, and Masami's growth and like, even in his forties, it was like, wow, this guy, like this guy really learned something and really came away from this with something like same as Akira, but like, you know, I, I was, I loved Akira. I think she's a beautiful character, like both design-wise and like the way she was portrayed and all that stuff. But I was so, I, I was so invested in Masami as well, like more, way more than I thought I was going to be. Well, so. this is a perfect segue because moving into best girl, my best girl is Akira. <laughs> <laughs> um, she truly was like. I mean, waifu material for me throughout this entire show. Uh, it just her, her character design was beautiful. Um, she had a just a, I don't know, something very magnetic about her personality um, and the way she was kind of portrayed in, in the show was uh, just phenomenal. I, there's something that I connected with with her character and she's definitely my, no, without question, there was not even a question for me on this one. Um, she was my instant yeah. best girl of the of the year. So, um, and part of it, yeah, was her, I mean, she had like this strange crush on Kondo, uh, who is old enough to be her father (laughs) and, um, and yeah, she was just kind of, I, I think something that I really liked about her character was she, she wanted something and she was like, I'm not taking no for an answer. I'm going to have what I want. <laughs> I don't care what you say. And it was something so cool in a female protagonist in an anime when females in anime are typically so kind of soft and um, I, I passive, can't think very, of the word. very passive. passive. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, she was just such a strong character. Um, and uh yeah i, I love well, you, uh, you see that too it's like it, it comes in too when you see her past when you see her uh, as a as a runner like how yeah. 
you know gung ho she was for that so it's kind of like goes and in, feeds into like she's gung ho in like every aspect of her life why would she be different in relationships than she is you know exactly so yep yeah she was she was a great character for that and also again gorgeous design just gorgeous design oh mm-hmm. she's beautiful I, she's definitely top top three of most beautiful anime characters all time for me <laughs> yeah. uh, also um, again i can't stress this enough I, th- I know i brought this up in, in other cast there's a movie a live action movie and it's very well done very well done i actually um I'm probably going to watch that on my way home. I started watching it on the plane because Delta has it as one of the options. So yeah, definitely. Uh, um, so Logan, who's your waifu of 2018? <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, this, this was very hard for me as well. Uh, and like, I'm going to kind of cheat. It wasn't hard two. for me. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Um, I'm going with the Kawamoto sisters from March comes in like a lion, uh, both Akari and Hinata. Um, the second season was very much Hinata's season as we, uh, kind of take a look into her life and the things that she's struggling with in school and, uh, just in life in general and just kind of seeing, you know, um, how she handles everything and just the growth that she experiences as a character throughout the, the second season of March, uh, comes in like a lion. It was just really, really incredible. Um, but (laughs) <laughs> like Akari will forever have my heart in that show. She's just so perfect. Um, just from her attitude about things, uh, the amount of empathy that she has towards people. Um, just, she's a beautiful person as well. So it, it was hard for me to just limit one from that show. So I'm taking both of them and I'm going to start my uh, polygamous <laughs> relationship. And that you was, can't uh... stop me. That was a good one. I actually considered uh, Hinata as best girl um, because of that last season. It was it's so good. I I too am more in the Akari camp, but because of the season, I was like, well, no, that sure. was, that's I mean, not the season. Yeah, there's no denying that it's her season. Uh, the two. God, it hurt to watch so much. Oh was, my god, I know. so much of it hurt to watch. But unfortunately. My best yeah. girl is neither of those. They, <laughs> oh, I did consider both of them heavily, and it was really hard. But for me, uh, my best girl of 2018 was uh, Shirase from A Place Further Than the Universe. That was uh, third place for me, for sure. Yeah, I loved this character from the onset. I just loved this character. I mean, uh, very shy and mousy around, you know, like normal people. But when she gets to know, like, the other girls in the expedition – completely comes out of her shell there are certain moments in the show that i I think we'll get to eventually Mm -hmm. that just completely sold her to me i mean uh it 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 helped too that um you know i I went to the uh to the panel at crunchyroll expo this year where the director talked about uh the inspiration uh for all the all the stuff and all the characters and i just it made me love sharase even more she's such a great character uh, a smile in anime. Yeah. Also, best seductress in anime. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. uh, some All great right. seducting there. Seducting, seducing. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Way whatever. to go, me. <laughs> Sorry, man. Seducting. I'll make it up. <laughs> I'm sure Miriam Webster's listening to this cast. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm sure. <laughs> With bated breath. <laughs> cool. So, uh, yeah, best girls. Um, that was a topic that I was excited to talk about. Yeah. 
it's always the um, the highlight every season's picking yeah. those kinds of uh characters out so it's it's definitely harder for them best boy though <laughs> for sure <laughs> it, it's true it, it's so for, true. for us for um, us not maybe not for all of you out there yeah i mean i think the shows that we pick don't typically kind of feature a lot of male characters and the male characters that are in them are typically not great or strong characters unfortunately yeah. um but we are moving away from uh characters topics at this point we we did ta- uh, protagonist antagonist best boy and best girl uh, we're going to start using uh moving gosh talking it's hard <laughs> uh we're going to start moving into the musical aspects of anime Woo. um <laughs> uh best op um and for me uh, i went with a another one from kake gurui the op uh i just thought that this op was super kind of jazzy and unique um matched the show really well uh mm. deal with the devil by taya tia how do pronounce her name um yeah super cool op and a really awesome visuals that kind of went with it so uh that was my best op for the season Nice. Uh, for me, I'm going with the OP for today's menu for the Emia family. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Um, as those who listen to this uh, may know, um, I almost never watch OPs and EDs, um, but this one was just so catchy and fun uh, that I would watch it pretty much every time. Uh so that is uh, Apron Boy by DJ Misoshiro and MC Gohan. <laughs> I'm going to listen to this right now because. Yeah. It, oh, it's yeah, very it's, catchy. It's a good yeah. one. Uh, and the, the show is just so good, too. Yeah. It's, I, I throw it on. It's one of those shows now that I can just throw on in the background, like Non mm-hmm. Non Biori, one of and those I, shows. Yeah. I can't tell you the number of like things I've actually cooked from that show. <laughs> if uh, I could cook, I would try. um for me uh my best op of the year and real quick before i give the real special shout out to kokoku that was an Mm -hmm. amazing that had an amazing op but i'm not gonna put it on because the show wasn't that great (laughs) i don't know i know it doesn't matter no but i'd rather the show be one that i enjoyed start to finish anyway yeah kokoku special shout out really good op flashback um (laughs) The oh, but my best op is uh uh from Love Is Like After the Rain. It's called Nostalgic Rain Rainfall by Chico and Honeyworks. I listen to it all the time. I love the really soft melodic opening with the piano accompaniment. It's fantastic. Hmm. So nice. That was that's my favorite. Um, super happy you picked that one. Uh, and the reason I did not pick that one is because uh, for the next topic, best ed, I picked. The love is like after the rain ed uh, by Aimer. <laughs> um, so this is the second time now we've segued from in the same show from one topic to the other. But uh, yeah, no, this was the, just I, I still continue to listen to this ed just as you said. I can I listen to the op as well. Um, but um, yeah, I, I had to pick the ed for that particular show, and I didn't want to pick an op and an ed from the same show. So. Um, yeah. Well, they were both very uh, good. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Refrain uh, by Aimer from the Love is Like After the Rain soundtrack is nice. my best ED. 
Uh, for me, my best ED is the ED for A Place Further Than the Universe, uh, which is Good called one. From Here, From Now On, and it's sung by uh, the four main girls. Um, yeah, just a very like nice way to end the anime. Very laid back, kind of calming music. Um, and I appreciated the uh, the visuals in it as well, so... Again, one of the the few that I actually would watch. Right on. Nice. I like that one as well. There's just something about a good ED um, that kind of, it it just makes you so happy when the show's over. (laughs) Like (laughs) on one hand, if the show's really good, you're kind of sad that the ED came on, but it's just, I've said this before, but I think OPs and EDs are so underrated to most anime fans and just the (laughs) mood that they kind of set in the beginning and then they close out the show with at the end. But I I, mean, I I, I can agree that like some of them are so goddamn bog standard that you're just like, all right, get on with it. Like, well, that's why I mean, they're some of them are like, but yeah, but like a really good OP and ED, especially when there's two of them, like what is like after the rain, like you look forward to the entire show start to finish you know, opening credits yeah. to ending credits. I will, um, I mean, I will fully admit there are shows out there that I think I probably liked it, that I wouldn't have liked because of the OP and the ED or one or the other. Um, yeah. Something about just the way it opened or closed the show just made that show more enjoyable. So, uh, real quick, um, my best ED <laughs> was uh, Kakate Koyo uh, by Nakamura Yemi, which is the ED for Megalobox. Hmm. Um, not a whole lot of visuals to go with it. It's really just scrolling credits, but god damn, that song is good. Another <laughs> one I've listened to uh, very frequently over the past year, mm-hmm. and I still continue to. Very good song. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, music video is a little trippy, but that's that's Nakamura Emmy. A lot of her music videos are super trippy. <laughs> <laughs> um, cool. So uh, OPs and EDs. Yeah, I was a little early on my whole kind of monologue there about how I'm how much I love OPs and EDs but <laughs> <laughs> I feel targeted by that monologue um, so the the next one that we have solid in here um, I don't know if you have one for this Jeff but it's best OST uh, original soundtrack for an anime uh, I don't have one for that I guess probably mega low box yeah. I do I didn't finish the show but I do remember loving some of the soundtrack so if I had to throw one out on kind of the off the top the of my fly. head, that would probably be my pick. Okay, yeah, that's that, cool. that's that's definitely a good soundtrack. Uh, it's that's one I've actually bought. Uh, very good. Yeah, um, I know Carlos. Me and you have the same pick, um, and that is Review Starlight. Yep. Um, because <laughs> there is no other answer <laughs> for this category. Um, it's the the music in the show is incredible, and it's half the reason that the show is as good as it is. Yeah, um, and it helps that you know part of the OST is uh, you know the the performance songs, and that the 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 OST in between you know the uh, the music in between that is also very good. Yes, for sure. <sighs> so, um, yeah, I, it had to be mentioned that uh, yeah, that was my favorite OST. Um, next up. We've got a couple categories for voice acting. Um, we have, and I know Jeff, you're you didn't answer these because you didn't feel like you were qualified enough. 
Well, um, best best voice actor for uh, JP from Japan, um, Japanese voice actor. I'd have to say Goblin Slayer. <laughs> right on. Yeah. No, just kidding. Um, <laughs> no, yeah, I, I I told Logan before the cast. I didn't. I really. I haven't watched enough anime in English this year to pick an English voice actor, and um, I don't really feel like I'm qualified to pick a best Japanese voice actor because <laughs> I don't speak Japanese. So I didn't choose anything for these two categories. So away. Uh, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> no worries, man. No worries. I get it. Um, uh, the best VA performance for a Japanese voice actor. Um, I just wanted to highlight uh, Kana, ha- Kana Hanazawa as Hina from March Comes in Like a Lion. Um, just incredible work. Um, Kana Hanazawa is always the, the right answer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it seems. Uh, what about you, Carlos? So... <laughs> so you said Kana Hanazawa for for Hinata? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh I my pick is Kana Hanazawa for Shirase, <laughs> a place for the universe. <laughs> Damn good season. So as I said, Kana Hanazawa is always the right answer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah oh, so that's awesome. Yeah, that was my pick for for like the there, there's one scene in particular where she like no I'm sorry two there are two scenes that I can think of just off the top yeah. of my head for uh, and she yeah and I yeah I completely forgot she's also Hinata and and yeah she knocked it out of the park with that so I would say that that was her year or yeah, at least her the season year of Kana Hanazawa yeah I have to see what else she did like I, <laughs> I, I'm not thinking about the everything year of Kana Hanazawa yeah. <laughs> awesome <laughs> I'm glad we agree um, did you have an English voice actor. I actually do. Oh wow, shocking. But I'll let you I'll let you go first. Um so yeah, so for me, um for best VA performance in English, uh I'm going to go with Erica Harlacker, um who does Violet from Violet Evergarden. Mm. Um I thought she did an incredible job with that character. Kind of you know, just being able to voice her growth as a character as the story progressed as she became you know more and more aware of her emotions um i felt like she did a good job of portraying that through her uh performance in that so she gets my vote hmm. uh for me uh because i only really watch <laughs> one dub this year uh, <laughs> i'm gonna go with christina v for her per- portrayal of darkness in oh, konosuba because nice. i did watch okay. that dub and enjoyed it quite a bit and she does she does she does a good masochist i've been wanting to watch the uh the dub of uh konosuba for a while now i just keep forgetting to actually go back and and do that maybe i'll have to sucker in my roommates and we'll do that (laughs) i don't think you're gonna have to try too hard to convince them no probably not um okay next up we have best director Jeff, did you have yeah. any for this one? Um, I don't often, I don't often really look at directors and stuff. Uh, but I, mm-hmm. again, I, I it's the third time I'm mentioning the show, and it seems like we're really gushing about it. You're going to swear it's going to be anime of the year, but um, <laughs> uh, Ayumu Watanabe uh, is the director for Love Is Like After the Rain, mm-hmm. and I, I feel like a guy who could take a show about a teenager falling in love with a forty year old. Um, and make it as beautiful as he did uh, the shots in that show and, and just the, the direction of that show was, was phenomenal. Uh, so I, I 
I would have to choose him probably. Nice. Yeah, I think that's totally fair. Hmm. It's a show that I do need to go back and watch because it sounds very much my my kind of thing. Um, for me, uh, best director is Mario Kata. Um, I was blown away by Machia and what she was able to do there. And uh, yeah, I, I appreciated her work this past year, so she gets my nomination. Uh, for me, <coughs> um, I considered those two, but uh, I went with uh, Atsuko Ishizuka for A Place Further Than the Universe. Um, Good choice. Uh, yeah, it's like I said, I went to her panel. I loved her explanation for her characters and their motivations. And it just, I mean, I had already seen the show. So just, you know, kind of getting that reinforcement direct, directly from the director and, um, you know, hearing everything she thought and, and her methods and stuff like that was, I thought she was brilliant. And I was like, hi, hope you direct something else because I would absolutely love to watch it. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. 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 Direction. It's, it's such like an unsung hero type position um, in anime because it, it has such a huge effect. I feel like on how good a show is, but mm-hmm. I don't, Pay, ever pay attention you know there's those few kind of directors that you know about with the big names but um i feel like they don't get enough credit at least you know in the english fandom maybe mm-hmm. uh, or the western fandom i don't know yeah for sure okay next up um we have best animation um and we actually like We've got several like artsy categories, uh, so we kind of broke it down into a few of them. Um, but yeah, so best animation is the first one up here. Jeff, what do you got? Uh, uh, Violet Evergarden. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't think I really. Uh, I don't think there's any question about it for me. Yeah, that's my pick as well. <laughs> <laughs> that is also my pick. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, it's truly incredible what Kiyani was able to do with that one. Um, it's stunning from start to finish. So. I think it comes as no shock yeah. that is the uh, the winner for us. It's just absolutely stunning show. Gorgeous. Yeah. Um, I do have like a special shout out to the anime Slow Start, which is like low key one of the best animated shows uh, this past year. Um, just like I've never seen the show with that much movement from characters um, and have it actually look good. So. Just wanted to shout that one out as well. Um, So let's see. That was a quick category. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, we all agree. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Um, I meant to have, let's go, let's do best art style next and then go back to the other one. I have them in the wrong spots. Um, So best art style, which is slightly different than animation. Uh, um, did you have anything yeah. different? For I I picked Megalobox for this one. Uh, it just okay. really brought back a lot of nostalgia for me from like some of the older anime. Uh, I love the style they went with. I I think that they kind of did it intentionally as a mm-hmm. tribute to the um, yeah to yeah, no, I, I, no Joe. I actually also went with Megalobox. Yeah. So nice. Yeah, I mean, it does have. I mean, in like you know, twenty eighteen, the the style that it goes for is definitely one. 
like even like love is like after the rain is kind of this as well where it's like a throwback to old styles um just done mm-hmm. up and good looking and yeah, no, yeah. I, I really yeah. appreciated it um yeah and it because it it was like it was like seeing it but like like the old style of, of animation just dressed up like polish yeah. there you go like polish, so yeah, much yeah, polish sure. and it looks so good Mm-hmm. so so uh, yeah it's like an old it's the old art style with with you know more modern animation i would it was uh, i would really love nice to, to see like older shows redone like this i would mm-hmm. love to see my rumiko takahashi stories done up like this <laughs> i fucking love it uh yeah. but probably never um yeah well you never know never say never um for me um, I'm going to go with March comes in like a lion season two. Um, I just love the direction that shaft went, uh, with the series, Loved the first season loved, uh, with, you know, how they maintained it and made it look even more. Um, I don't know if polished is the right word, uh, because I don't know if the art style is necessarily polished, but it just oozes style in my opinion. For sure. Yeah. Um, so that would be my pick. But also I want to shout out uh, Tata Never Falls in Love and Irodoku, The World in Colors. I, I thought about f- Irodoku as well. Yeah, just because there's such colorful shows and I don't feel like we get like shows that use color that well um, often. So I felt like it was worth mentioning them. Um We've got one more kind of like art category that I don't know why I separated them out like this, but uh, let's go ahead and do best character design. Um, um, so for me in best character design, uh, it really came down to one character. And a lot of it was because this character, if you go to any convention in 2018, she was the one plastered all over all of the artist alley. Um, <laughs> she saw uh, most of the cosplay you saw throughout the year. It seems like, um, and so I, I chose Darling in the Frogs for yeah. best character design. And a lot of it was because of Zero Two. I felt like she needed to, have, to be represented in here somewhere. For sure. Um, and uh, I mean, she was clearly one of the favorite characters from uh, from the year. And the rest of the character design in the show, some of it was pretty generic. Uh, but, you know, we had some pretty cool kind of mech designs. Uh, they all, all the characters were pretty cute. Um and of course, Zero Two was awesome. So yeah, it's it's really interesting because I went to Trigger's uh, panel at KomoriCon, and they were talking about Darling in the Franks and about like the kind of evolution of Zero Two's character and how she was going to look more like um, uh, what's her face Ichigo or yeah. That actually, yeah. I was watch- I was at Crunchyroll Expo where the director and the the lead artist were talking about the same thing. Yeah. How she was going to be dark haired. And be really uh-huh. subdued and shy. Yeah. So, yeah. To, like the the evolution of the character, they really knocked it out of the park with with the fan base. I'm not saying you know that like I I loved Darling in the Franks. I know people they really didn't like like some parts of it, but I think Zero Two was great. And like for them, like to create a character like Jeff said, who uh, essentially was the face of. Kind of like the face of this year's female, you know, like the big female protagonist this year. Um, mm-hmm. They really, they really hit something special there. Yeah. No doubt. Yeah. Solid choice for sure. Um, for me, uh, I went with a place further than the universe. Um, there was nothing, I think, super flashy about the character designs 
that they went with, but I felt like they there was something about him that was unique to me and that I just really loved. I can't think of a bad character, you know, design in that show. Um, I just loved the look of it. So that was the one that really kind of stood out to me. Yeah. That's all very cute characters in that show. Yeah, for sure. And like the girls are unique enough. To, mm-hmm. uh, for me, best character design going back to the one that me and Jeff have been talking about pretty much all <laughs> cast loves like after the rain. I loved Akira's design. Love, love, yeah. loved it. Like, yeah. I love that all the characters look different. Different enough to be like, you know, real people because real people look different. <laughs> um, exactly. I, yeah, I thought the character design in that show was brilliant. Um, but Akira especially just could not stop loving that character for mm. the way she looked and the way she acted. So she's my favorite. And that's nice. my favorite. Okay. Um, okay, so we need to go back up. So now we have best moment or sequence. I'm very. I love this category. This, category. this is. The, I, I think this might be my favorite category. I absolutely love this category. Every every kind of like year in review, this is my favorite to think about because I, I really think moments. You know, anime to me is made up of just spectacular moments and the moments that kind of you remember the most and the ones that give you the chills or they make you cry or they make you laugh <laughs> or um and uh for me the best moment was it was pretty cool because it came from a show that was actually one of the most disappointing shows of the year for me um but it was kind of this culmination of all the anticipation i had for that show and then all of the disappointment i had throughout the show and then kind of when it all came back you know and this is steins gate zero actually hmm. um and the moment was uh the return of hoin kioma <laughs> uh Aha. so like i literally like got the chills i i just started cackling like with excitement when hoin comes back uh mm-hmm. after almost an entire two cores of being disappointed that he was gone um and I guess this is kind of spoilers. I, I think it's probably obvious that it was going to happen eventually uh, if you watched any of the show. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, the, the return of Hoenn Kioma just was like such a, an awesome moment for me in, in the year. Uh, I have several because it, like, I just really can't narrow it down to one because um, there's so many things that I think are worth mentioning. Um, my kind of jokey one is the uh, episode 11 of Himote House, which I shared with you guys in our last review cast. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, bathhouse cryptocurrency uh, episode. so good. <laughs> um, it was just there. You'll never see anything quite like that in anime ever. I'm fairly oh, positive. Amazing. Uh, yeah, it was just an incredible moment to sit there and watch this, you know, unfold before my eyes. Um, so do yourself a favor and go watch that because it's just, it's incredible. Um, to the more serious ones. Uh, the first one I have here is, um, from March comes in like a lion when Hina's, uh, like the head teacher of Hina's school is kind of like 
dealing with the aftermath of the bullying incident and uh, the girl who was the main bully, her mom comes into the school and he just shuts her down. She's being like just such a bitch. Oh, that teacher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. And he's like, like, she's like saying, you know, they can't prove that uh, her daughter's a bully and that, you know, there should be no, you know, discipline for this because it's just bullshit that, you know, Hina's blaming all this on her daughter and the teacher's like, you know what? You're absolutely right. I can't you know, prove that your daughter is the one who was bullying these people and causing all these problems. But you know what? You can't prove that it's not true. So go fuck yourself. <laughs> it was just incredible. It was like, damn, dude, this is how teachers should be. I love that yeah, moment it, just from listening to you describe it. <laughs> yeah. It, it also comes after just this like culmination of just defeat after defeat for Hinata. Yeah. That oh you're just like, ah, oh, for fuck's sake, someone give this girl a W. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Things, you know, after that kind of start to turn around for her. And it's just like, it's just incredible. Um, do you have any, Carlos? I want to just keep going. So uh, if you have any you want to mention. For me, I, like the biggest one, Shirase's mm-hmm. mom's emails. Yeah. Yeah. That was that one wanna, got yeah. me good. I was <laughs> like, damn. fuck. Uh, it was hard to watch. Yeah, it was it was bad. It was good, good, bad, but very, very, very powerful scene. Yeah. Um, I only have two. Uh, okay. And I'm sure you have one from Violet Evergarden as well. But for me, it's (laughs) it's Violet's real realization. Uh, when Uh, she when she realizes what she did during war because she didn't really fully understand the impact of what she was doing. She was just <laughs> essentially following orders. Damn, that was a hard scene to watch. I was like, fuck, mm. that hurts. Yeah. Uh, but it's so good. I mean, there's a lot, there's of, a great, lot of moments. great moments in Violet Evergarden, yeah. but for me, that was yeah. the most impactful. Yeah, I think, man, yeah, there's so many just awesome moments. The <laughs> the uh <clears throat> The the like fifty letters for fifty years for the daughter. Oh, that was yeah, that was the one that I probably would have picked out of that show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, let me think. I have one more here. Uh, it's another one. Well, I got two. One that I just remembered from March comes in like a lion. Um, the it's towards the end of the second season when uh, Ray is helping Hina study. And it's just kind of like this scene where Akari brings them, uh, what, Lucky Udon. And we just Mm. get to kind of see this uh, flashback about how their mom, when she was still alive, kind of helped Akari uh, with this kind of thing. So it was kind of cool to see that kind of, you know, family tradition being, you know, done to Hina as well. Um, And then... There was a match in March Comes Like a Lion between uh, Jinguji Takanori, who's like the head of the Shogi Association, um, I think, if I'm remembering correctly. Oh, the old man. Yes. The old man. Oh, that was such a good one. Shimada, who is like uh, Ray's mentor in a lot of ways. Um, They have like a, just an incredible match. And just like 
the the sequence of uh the old guy uh Jinguji kind of like <laughs> feeling the pressures of all of these people all of the you know his friends who have fallen away from shogi because they just can't keep up or they weren't good enough and to you know see him just kind of like wasting away under the pressure of everything and then to just like (laughs) there's like just such an iconic scene where he's like getting wrapped in all of these like ribbons like which represent all the expectations of these people on him and he just like tears his way through them as he's like standing on this like fiery pond it's just incredible um one of the most impactful you know scenes i've seen in a long time and something that i'll remember so that is the last one for me i I would Uh, just if we're gonna do more than one i just want to shout out to the i i had considered this um uh the first time in the the first time we see goblin slayer just slaughter that entire cave of of goblins Mm. um like after we saw those goblins do just hideous things to to that yeah group. no it, uh, it that was a that was a moment <laughs> yeah <laughs> um yep. and he just goes in and just murders the entire like clan full of zob full of goblins um and children just, yeah and babies <laughs> like uh yeah that that was a really cool feel good kind of like whoa this guy means business kind of moment <laughs> It's a weird feeling too, because it's like because you think about it afterwards, you're like, "Wow, I really just thought good, good for him killing those babies." Uh, <laughs> and you're like, "Wow, man, living beings are monsters." <laughs> you know, it, it's a feeling that I considered too, and, and I know we're getting a little off track when I say this, but um, when I watched um, uh, the uh, oh god, now I can't think of the name of the show. One of my favorite shows ever. Uh, with the with the rats, um, you watched it, Carlos. We both reviewed it on the site. Son of a gun! The rats. Um, yeah, what are you talking about? The rat people. Post apocalyptic show with the rat people. One of my favorite shows. <laughs> One of my like top two anime ever. Um, Post apocalyptic rat people. Uh, like from the new world is the only thing I can think from of. From the new world, thank you. Yeah. Oh my god, I can't believe I couldn't think of the name of that. People, oh, um, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, in in the fact that you in that show, I don't even want to say this, but you, you're like you are siding with humanity regardless of what humanity does. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's kind of like humanity can do awful things, but as long as it's not to other human beings, you're kind of okay with it. In, in a lot of cases in these shows it, um it, it's an interesting kind of way of thinking that we seem to be hardwired with but it, um, it's kind of it's kind of what i ran into with tanya the evil because i was like mm-hmm. there was one episode in particular where i'm like yeah as a military person that makes perfect sense <laughs> i was yeah. like oh shit civilians probably think that's super monstrous <laughs> and i'm like ah that makes me kind of rethink stuff. Nah, never mind. Fuck it. She's she Tanya's better than them, so she's right. <laughs> but yeah. So best moment. Yeah, I think I think we had some pretty cool moments this season or this year. Yeah. Here's the I found the picture I was talking yeah, about. Yeah, that's such a cool scene. It's God just damn, it's so fucking good. Fucking incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Um okay. 
So we have best film next. I'm going to defer this one to you guys. I didn't really watch yeah. enough films to make a decision on this. No worries, man. Um, for me, uh, Liz and the Bluebird is the easy choice. Um, I love sound euphonium. Um, I love Kyoto animation and the job that they did with Liz and the Bluebird was just incredible. Taking these two, you know, important side characters, um, and giving them their own story and doing it in such a way, such an effective and, um, beautiful way. It's, it, I mean, it left me speechless at the end of the, uh, the first time I saw it and the second time I saw it, it was just as good. So that would be my choice. Uh, for me, it's difficult. Uh, yeah. Cause there were two that I saw that I really loved. I really would have loved to have seen Liz and the Bluebird, but unfortunately I couldn't get to it. Mm-hmm. Um, now for the Crunchyroll Awards, I'm going to give a shout out to one because for the Crunchyroll Awards, they left out what is my favorite movie of the year but i voted for the night of short walk on girl because that was the best movie i'd seen on that list it's mm, phenomenal gotcha. but my best movie is is makia yeah makia is the easy second for me and like top three films all time because yeah. it, it is so damn good it's a it's a very well done complete story i mean uh like all the characters are pretty compelling. Not a lot of time is wasted in the show. Like they skip ahead to, to, you know, the most important bits of the person's life, um, of the people's lives, I should say. And it ends in such a way that's just really beautiful and really heart wrenching. Yeah. God, it's so yeah. good. I, I need and, those Blu-rays. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like one of my top like real life moments in 2018 was being able to go see that movie with my mom. Mm. <laughs> just because it i mean that's what that movie is about and so to be able to share that with her was uh pretty awesome that's pretty cool yeah no i yeah. I, I i love that movie and honestly it it's my number one of the year even though i actually did absolutely adore the night of short walk on girl but mm-hmm. yeah machia's machia's there's something story there really is, you know, kind of going by what you just said, Logan. There's something so cool, especially something about anime movies. They're just easier to digest, I think. Um, mm-hmm. There's, and I know your mom has watched kind of anime with you before, but yeah, um, there's something that's really fun about bringing someone who's not a typical anime fan to an anime movie and showing them, like, see, I'm not just a pervert. Like, <laughs> anime's awesome. You know, like kind of proving it one. to them. Like, damn it, yeah, yeah. see, yeah. anime's great. It is. Um, oh, man, so I think good. you watched more anime in 2018 than I uh, in one day than I watched the entire year as far as films go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you watched like three films in that one day at AX, right? Oh my god! Yeah, that was. Uh, yeah, I saw. What did I see? Oh, I saw uh, Flavors of Youth, then Machia, and then Listen to Bluebird. Yeah, that was a busy day. <laughs> that was a full day. Yeah, that was a lot of film. Yeah, worth it. Um, okay. We didn't get negative before, but we are going to have a negative category now. Most disappointing anime from 2018. Yeah, it should be noted. This isn't, this isn't your worst anime. This is the one that was the most disappointing. 
Indeed. <laughs> so yeah, this is one you were excited for, and it just did not live up to your expectations. Not saying it's bad, just not what you wanted. Yeah, Jeff. I already revealed mine, and uh, yeah, uh, Steins Gate Zero. Uh, that was mm-hmm. that is obviously. I don't think it could have lived up to my lived up to my expectation, and I think it um, probably did quite a bit worse than I expected it to. So, or I didn't Fair. expect it to yeah. do bad, but you know, you know, when you have that high of expectations, there's going to be a level of disappointment. But it was a little mm-hmm. lower than I think it could have been. So, yeah, that's fair for me. Um, and I'm sure I'm going to catch flack for this, but it's the Ancient Magus Bride. Um, I really, really liked the first half of that show. Um, I was a fan of the manga before it came out. Uh, but the direction that it takes in the second half is just not what I was looking for out of the show. Um, and I know some people uh, enjoyed what it had to say and the uh, the direction it took. But I, by the end, was just kind of laboring through just to get it done. So, unfortunately, that's my pick. Um, but I think it is a... An interesting story, nonetheless. It's an interesting pick. Uh, For me, uh, Record of Grand Crest War. Yes, thank (laughs) you. When you come in and say, from the people who made Record of Lodos War, I'm going to be excited. And then when you deliver a show with so much, so many superfluous characters, like such an absolutely baffling plot, like so many plot holes and just logical leaps that you have to take to 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 get to the you know where these characters get to with just the least uh the least impactful ending really i i just the only reason i finished that show is because i had drafted it uh mm. like there's so much wrong with that show like uh, I, I really wanted a good fantasy show, and what I got was bargain bin Dungeons and or bargain bin Dungeons and Dragons mixed with bargain bin Game of Thrones. Like death Ugh. doesn't make something impactful. I have to give a shit about the character for the death to be impactful. Ugh. yeah, yeah. They're the they did a lot wrong for me in a short amount of time to make me <laughs> drop that show. Um, as fast as I did. Um, if I had finished it, it probably would be here for me. It might even be at worst anime for me. Uh, but yeah, I have nothing, no positive things to say about it. Unfortunately. Yeah, all you had to say was bargain bin. There's nothing worse than going to Walmart <laughs> and sifting through the bargain bin. All of the broken DVD cases and terrible movies that encompass about you know 99% of that thing well it's like it's like a bargain bin D&D movie made it with a bargain bin version of Game of Thrones I don't know what that would look like like a home movies version of Game of Thrones (laughs) (laughs) yeah I I strongly dislike that show but not as much as my worst anime no no, we'll get to that we'll get to that yeah um we did that one okay Best fight scene. Um, I'm sure there are a large number for you guys to pick yeah. from. Well, for me, as much as I wanted to get cheeky with this selection, I just had to go with the obvious uh, all for one versus all might, um, which was just an awesome fight scene and really a huge moment 
in the uh, you know in the show itself. So, mm-hmm. um, for me, this was kind of a harder one because again, I don't really watch anime of that type. Uh, but I decided to go with the duo fight towards the end of Review Starlight. Um, I thought that the uh, what was at stake in the animation and everything was really, really good. Um, fantastic music. Just a, a true delight to watch. Um, so that would be my choice. Uh, I actually also went with Review Starlight, but I went with oh, wow. uh, the fight called The Star Nose, uh, Karen versus Jonah, uh, episode three. Mm. That's yeah. That's the fight that sold me on the show. Um, yeah. Sword versus bow. You'd be surprised mm-hmm. who wins. Actually, I'm just going to tell you if the sword does. <laughs> um, I mean, there, there, are, there are fights that probably could have gone above this, but a, a fight that sells you on a show that's like, you know, look, asshole, you're going to watch the show. <laughs> yeah, that's a good fucking fight, in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, there were a lot of really good fights in... <sighs> In Megalobox. Lots of really mm. good fights in Megalobox. There were lots of really good fights in a lot of the shows I watched. But none of them that were like, like, none of them that sold the show to me. Like, I was there for the fight, but, you know, I was more interested in the character. But, yeah, that that one, the star knows. And, and I love the, the song. I, that's one of the ones yeah. that I listen to often um, from um uh, review starlight is the starnos yeah. and and the ed shit i didn't even consider the ed for best ed oh whoops I, that's yeah <laughs> fly me to the I stars you were gonna pick that good yeah. song um yeah the the other fight from that anime that stands out to me is the uh maya versus um oh no i just forgot her name the the blonde girl claudine oh yeah claudine that's a good one their their fight i like uh, the last one was, uh yeah the, the the last one was good too. There, there's a lot of really oh, good man. ones, but but Jonah versus Karen was was my favorite. Uh, you know, strong second is uh, Saber versus herself as she eats all the food and gives <laughs> many for the Emmy family. <laughs> fate, as she struggles fate will always not... show up. <laughs> yeah, Ooh, fate will always show up. Damn it! I completely was that last year. Or was that the year before that that I got the the fate. Heaven's Feel movie. God, that was this year. Was that? Th- oh. Or that was 2018. Yeah, that was 2018. I, think. I could have said yeah, it. it. was. Yeah, like, I guess, shout out to uh, the fight between uh, uh, Assassin and Lancer in Heaven's Feel. I won't give away too much because I know not everyone's seen it. But I am going to see it this weekend. God <laughs> damn, is that a good fight? Hmm. I look forward to it. I have, I have tickets to to the second movie, yeah. but I have to go yeah, all the way to Berkeley well. to watch it. Ooh, nice. Yeah. It's a showing in Eugene. Oh, they had a showing uh, near me, but it sold out. Oh, that yeah. sucks. I completely well, forgot At least about you it. can still go see it. Yeah. Okay, we've got two more categories. The best and the worst. Let's start out with the worst. Worst anime of the year. We don't like to be negative, but sometimes we just have to be. These are the anime... That we just did not enjoy. <laughs> Jeff, did you have one? The torturous anime, the ones that we drafted that we had to freaking watch. Which, uh, we're gonna change that. Yeah, we, we we might we might end up changing that in in future seasons. So stay tuned. <laughs> yeah, but anyways, <laughs> um, your pick, Jeff. Uh, Angels of Death, without mm. question. Show is abysmally 
terrible. Um, <laughs> one of the worst shows that I've ever watched. <laughs> nice. Okay. Um, for me, um, if you listen to our last review cast, you would know it's Between the Sky and the Sea. Just uh, an incredible display of inadequacy in most ways. Um, which is saying a lot because I just remembered that Martian Matchin was this year. Yeah, I was just and thinking that. I didn't even finish. <laughs> I would watch Martian Matchin again over Between the Sky and the Sea. Because <laughs> um, I actually enjoyed the story in Martian Matchin a little bit. It just didn't finish at the time. It has sense. I do need to go back and finish that. But yeah, Between the Sky and the Sea, like just emotionally and physically destroyed me um, in the worst possible way. Okay. Well, yeah. Well, like Logan said, if you listen to our last uh, uh, set of reviews, you'll know mine. My sister, my writer, ugly, <laughs> boring, just completely worthless. There's no redeeming qualities, and I like Etchy. Like when you <sighs> drop the ball this hard, like that is that is Hajimete no Gal levels of dropping the ball. When you have a a uh, a character who is a, a hentai artist. Whose name is oh fuck, what was her name Ahagao Double Piece Sensei? Yeah. <laughs> like that should be a no brainer. That should be a win for me. I'm a simple man, but when you drop the ball this hard, God, it was ugly. We, like, like I just I can't emphasize enough that there was a scene where a character's mouth moves away from their face because they <laughs> couldn't be bothered to fix it. Oh no! Okay, oh, yeah, just. <laughs> Ugly all the way through, boring all the way through. Like I mean, like, and you know, it's bad with cliches when I'm complaining about cliches, but cliched as fuck. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's the worst. I the only reason I drafted it because I was thinking, oh, it's gonna be you know fun garbage like Aramanga Sensei, just something I thoroughly enjoy, but cannot be mis like cannot be called like a masterpiece. <coughs> but you know, still fun. But yeah, yeah, this was no fun. <laughs> yeah, it's a shame. But uh, those kinds of things do exist, unfortunately. You can't have the good without the bad. Um, but speaking of the good, here we are. Our anime of the year. Um, we're not going <laughs> to do like an overall anime of the year for uh, Anime Arcade unless it becomes apparent. We don't know who yeah. we picked. Uh, but um, these are our favorites individually. So, yeah. go ahead, Jeff. Okay. So, full disclosure here. Um, I, I kind of said before the cast that I, I didn't feel great about my choice for anime of the year. I picked what I thought was logical, and throughout the the for, throughout our discussion of this cast, I think I'm going to change <laughs> what I put as my originally as my anime of the year. Uh, what I had here was Violet Evergarden. It seemed like mm. kind of the logical choice for me. Um, it was very damn near perfect uh as far as an anime goes it was beautiful yeah. awesome story great characters um there's very little bad i think when we reviewed this show earlier in the year i nitpicked a little about how i thought the protagonist was kind of um you know you know a little too much of a like soulless doll uh but when you really look back it was kind of you know, I, I see the argument as to that's kind of what her character was and to, to kind of see the growth throughout that show um, could almost be viewed as a positive. But 
Um, I think I feel so much better about saying love is like after the rain um, yeah, with man. all the gushing I've done about that show throughout this, this cast. Uh, I, I think I'm going to change my nomination or my choice uh, to that. So <laughs> there you have it. That's fair. I mean, go with your heart. Yeah. I, I'm glad that's, yeah. that's, that's always the way cause, to go. Cause that didn't make it to my top spot, but it it's definitely it's top five. So yeah. I, I think if you did go with Violet Evergarden, that wouldn't be a bad choice either. No, for sure. I think mm-hmm. that show is damn good. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm glad you went with your heart and not your mind, not the the logic. Yeah. Um, for me, um, both logic and heart, it's all one. Uh, March comes in like a lion. Season two is the easy, easy choice for me for anime of the year. Um, it's you know top three all-time anime for me uh it's just so good um and uh i'm sure people are tired of hearing me talk about it so that's my choice and uh you're welcome go watch it i think a lot of people are going to agree with you on that one it's uh really did not uh really get any mention in uh Crunchyroll's awards, except for best continuing anime for some reason, <laughs> which it got it got beaten by Dragon Ball Super. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> well, that's it's not surprising. Mind-boggling, but anyways, uh, for me, uh, best anime of the year was really. I mean, I know it's for for all of us, and, and like me and Logan will go over our top ten, but yeah, uh, when was this hard? But I have to give it to a place for the universe. It had a, a ton yeah. of impactful moments for me. <laughs> Um, for sure. I mean, March comes in like a lion did as well, but that was half of a core um, uh, in the year. I mean, I guess we count the whole thing, but... Yeah, I count the whole thing. But, but. I, in in, tw- in a succinct 12 episodes, they managed to tell a, a 100% complete story and knock it way the hell out of the park. Um, yeah. I absolutely adore that show. So it was between that for number one and like between that and Violet Evergarden. So I had the same conundrum you did there, there, uh, Jeff, mm. just yeah. a different show. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think kind of like looking at things like, so I, Violet Garden was my second choice. So same. <laughs> yeah. So we could probably say that Violet Evergarden is anime arcades, anime of the year, just by, you know, numbers. Yeah. Virtue of, of, uh, of it being everyone's number two. Yeah, yeah, I would be okay with that, but um, I would be willing to agree to that. I mean, I, I okay. think it's a logical choice. Again, I, I my probably not the one that captured my heart the most throughout the mm-hmm. year, but the one that I would be a, I would not be able to argue that it's the best anime of the year. Okay, well, I'm comfortable saying the anime arcades anime of the year then is Violet Evergarden. Woo! Oh. Streamers, confetti, yeah, explosions. Yeah. I mean, fireworks, explosions. <laughs> explosions, really. Good job, Carlos. Explosions, <laughs> fireworks. <laughs> this is the this is the reason that you like um, uh, what's her name, the military girl. <laughs> you like explosions. <laughs> uh, do you want to run down our like yeah. just real quick run down our top ten? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Uh, yeah, I'll do my top ten, um, and I also have a few movies that weren't mentioned that I do want to okay, uh, talk and mention as well. Um, my top ten: number one, March Comes Like a Lion, season two; uh, number two, Violet Evergarden; number three, Tada Never Falls in Love; uh, number four, Review Starlight; number five, A Place Further Than the Universe; uh, number six, Today's Menu for the Emia Family; number seven, Laid Back Camp; uh, number eight is As Miss Beelzebub Likes; 
number nine is Rascal Does Not Dream of Bunny Girl Senpai. And then a tie for number 10, because I'm that kind of person, is Comic Girls and Iridoku, The World in Color. Um, movies that weren't mentioned. Uh, well, I guess my number one movie was Liz. Uh, number two was Makia. Number three was Kase-san and Morning Glories, um, which I guess is more of an OVA, but I think it was like an hour long, so it's a movie in my book. Um, Fireworks. Uh, watched that again last night. I've really, really enjoyed that movie. Um, Mirai of the Future, and then Flavors of Youth. Okay, I'm just going to give my top ten. I, I, like yeah, Movies, I've already said the ones that I watched. Um, yeah, yeah. So my number one, obviously, Place Fair in the Universe, uh, then Violet Evergarden, March Comes in Like a Lion, Season 2, um, Love is Like After the Rain, Review Starlight, Megalobox, Mitsuboshi Colors, uh, <laughs> Laid Back Camp, Rascal Does Not Dream of Bunny Girl Senpai, and Hina Matsuri. Nice. Nice. So. I'm sure... Uh, I'm, uh, I'm sure Eric will be happy that uh, Mitsubishi Colors made it on your list. <laughs> yeah, I love that show. I, yeah. I, I, I couldn't find another place to put it other than a top 10. Like, yeah. It did a lot of things really well, but I don't think it did anything best of the year unless it's like best slice of life. I'd probably give it that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Comedy, maybe. Yeah. I, yeah I, we, it, didn't, we didn't have those kinds of categories. Yeah. But, um, maybe next year. Yeah, maybe next year. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we went to our discord and, uh, I threw out the question earlier, um, asking people to, uh, give us their answers for a few categories. Um, I did, I think it was, uh, best boy, best girl, e- scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. So many people replied. Best animation, best film and anime of the year. Yes. Yes. Those were the five that I gave. Um, and so we'll read through the uh, replies that our community gave us. Um, I'll Phil. go ahead and start out. Um, okay. <laughs> Phil Phil says best girl, probably Akane from SSSS Gridman. <laughs> yes. Um, you want to take Eric's as well? Companion. Yeah, Kingdom. yeah, I'll take Eric's as well. Um, so it's easy. Eric says, um, March comes in like a lion, Ray and Hina for best boy and girl respectively, as well as the anime, um, uh, of the year. So he's, he's giving a lot to March comes in like a lion there. Best boy, girl and anime of the year. Uh, best films easily lives in the bluebird for me and best animation. It's tricky. I'd give it to Hanebato's badminton matches, but that only makes up half the anime overall. It's got to be Violet Evergarden. Uh, we all echoed that pretty much, uh, yeah, so um, a lot of similar Native says, Best boy, Tatsumi Kotoro from Zombieland Saga. Uh, best girl is Shio Kobe uh, from Happy Sugar Life. Best animation is Asabi Asabase. Best film, he didn't give one because he didn't watch any. You monster. Um, and then <laughs> anime of the year for him is Asabi Asabase. Okay. It's going down. Uh... B-Tag uh, from our Discord says, Best boy, Ash Link's Banana Fish. Uh, best girl, Sakurajima Mai from Bunny Girl Senpai. Best animation, Devil Man Crybaby. Uh, best film, The Night is Short, Walk-On Girl. My number two, B-Tag. Uh, <laughs> the most 
B-tag anime that I... Okay, sorry. The most B-tag anime that I ended up hating, uh, Hanebaro. Yeah, that's a pretty yep. B-tag anime. Preach it. Uh, the least B-tag anime that I ended up loving, Eurocamp. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Manga of the Year, Act Age, and uh, he did a top 10. He started the top 10, so congratulations, B-tag. You're the reason why me and Logan Trent made top 10s. Yeah, yeah well, I had a top 10, but I, I appreciate oh, his... Well, uh, you're the reason I did it. Yeah, you you bastard making more work for me. How how <laughs> dare you? Anyway, uh, B tag from uh, we're gonna go from one to ten. Um, a place for the universe, uh, planet with Asubi Asubase, Devilman Crybaby, Eurocamp, Banana Fish, uh, Hakata Tonkatsu Ramens. I yeah, that is one I looked at. Uh, Hinamatsuri, Garo Vanishing Line, and number ten is Bunny Girl Senpai. Uh, Interesting. <laughs> he also says that Killing Bites, uh, Happy Sugar Life, and Megalobox uh, could also be top 10, depending on the day. Yeah. Eh, I feel you. Uh, do you want to take this one from uh, Crash there, yeah. Jeff? Yeah, I'll take it. Um, Crash says, best boy for sure, Ray from March. Um, best girl would be Futaba uh, from Mamanchu. Um, and so Crash sent this in kind of a paragraph, so I'm yeah. trying to <laughs> paraphrase a little. And my girl, Taya from Zombieland, that's another best girl uh, Crash chose. Um, and also Tachibana <laughs> from After the Rain stole Crash's heart. Uh, I'm with you right there, Crash. Best film, uh, I Want to Eat Your Pancreas from 2018. I don't know. Is yeah, that, that did that come out in 2018. 2018. You, you got I mean, uh, it right, Crash. Um. March, he has for best animation, uh, no competition, Crash says. Anime of the year, say Amanchu, because it means a lot to him personally. I'm assuming, Crash, you are him, I hope. Yep. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, also enjoyed Devil Man. Uh, but if we're talking the absolute best show, it was uh, Devil Man. And if he's talking emotionally, it would be a Manchu. Um, and then love is like after the rain, it appears, would be number three. Yeah. So, Always go with your heart. Yeah. That's what I say. Absolutely. Technicalities. Or Probably would have been better be if damned. I just read the, the paragraph there. No, that's fine. <laughs> Instead of trying to paraphrase. But hopefully that got the um, point across from your crush. Yeah. I will say that, you know, Pancreas maybe came out in Japan in 2018, but it wasn't released in the States until 2019. So I'll allow it, but I just want you to know that pancreas is going to be on my list for 2019. Um, Jekyll geek, best boy, Deku, Goblin Slayer, and Ray, best girl, banana, Anzu, and Shirase. Banana as in, as in Nana from oh, review starlight. Yeah, probably. Yeah. That's probably what I'm okay. thinking. Yeah. That's the only thing that makes sense. That might be the me. first person i've seen that like i mean like i don't see hate for you know banana but i i like nana um and then best animation fate stay night heaven's feel and violet evergarden there you go jekyll's got my back with heaven's feel that's such nice. a that's really good animation i completely forgot about it and i feel bad now yeah uh you want to take i use there carlos uh sure uh, so Ayu says, uh, best boy, Sakuta from Bunny Girl Senpai, uh, best girl, Rin from Eurocamp, uh, best animation, Violet Evergarden, best film, Liz and the Bluebird, and his top 10 from 1 to 10, 
Violet Evergarden, A Place for the Universe, Bloom Into You, Yuru Camp, Asubi Asubase, Mitsubush Colors, Bunny Girl Senpai, uh, SSSS.Gridman, I think that's how you say that, uh, uh-huh. Hisone Tomasotan, and Happy Sugar Life. <laughs> uh, cool. Oh, good. I get to take my uh, my brother from across the seas, Stephen. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Sapango or Stephen, uh, friend of the cast, best boy, uh, Sakuta Azusagawa uh, from yep. Bunny Girl Senpai. Best girl is Takagi. Mm-hmm. Um, what is that show? Uh, skilled <laughs> teaser Takagi-san. That's what that okay, translates cool. to. Um, Oh, cool. Best animation after the rain. That's interesting. Um, best film, Machia. I think we echo some of those opinions there. Mm-hmm. And for uh, Steven's also given us a top 10 anime of the year. I'll start with 10. Uh, Skullface, bookseller, Honda-san, Mitsubishi <laughs> Colors is number nine. Hinamatsuri, Bloom Into You, A Place Further Than the Universe, Rascal Does Not Dream of Bunny Girl Senpai, Yuru Camp, After the Rain, March comes in like a lion season two, and his number one is Asobi Asobase. Um, he also gives a whole bunch of honorable mentions that I'm yeah. going to skip. <laughs> <laughs> I'll read them. His honorable mentions, uh, Sh- uh, Shoujo Kageki Review Starlight. I uh, missed out on the other top ten by the slightest of margins. The others just hit me harder emotionally. Bang Dream, Agaru Pico, uh, Three Minutes of Madness that lightened my day at work for on lunch break one day a week. Um, Uma Musume, Pretty Derby. Didn't expect to reminisce about my childhood around racehorses with my late grandfather this year, but this show was enough to do it. Oh, yeah. Um, Love that. Yeah. It, it's always cool when a show will have like that kind of emotional impact. Um, the, you know, It's not necessarily going forward, but it really hits home for some people. Um, and he just says that uh, Asabi Asabase and March are kind of interchangeable as the number one on his list. Um. The last one we have here is uh, Companion Cube, Eric, coming back with his top 10 for 2018. Um, his number 10, Violet Evergarden. Number 9, Rascal Does Not Dream of Bunny Girl Senpai. Number 8, A Place Further Than the Universe. Number 7, After the Rain. Number 6, Iridoku, The World in Colors. Number 5, SSSS Gridman. Number 4, Shoujo Kageki Review Starlight. Number three, Ancient Magus Bride. Number two, Mitsubushi Colors. And number one, March Comes In Like a Lion. Um, yeah. First it's time tough. I think we've seen Ancient Magus Bride appear in anyone's top. For sure. Yeah. Um, I think it's... Real quick. One of those forgotten ones. Yeah, go ahead. Irozuku. Iroz- so, it's, I, I know, I know in... Okay. It's spell... Okay, so, real quick, for those of you out here who are like, you see something in Japanese and it says... Irizuku, but every now and again they spell Iriduku. So in Japanese, there is there is the sound su and the sound tsu, like tsunami with the silent t, kind of silent uh-huh. t. They make the same sound when you conjugate them with this little like it looks. They look like um, quotation marks. So it's zu okay. and then zu, but zu the way they they because you kind of do this thing with your tongue, they make it into uh-huh. a d. So d? they make it into do. Which doesn't make any sense. Okay. So it's Irozuku. Irozuku. <laughs> okay, that drives me nuts. Yeah, because I, 
Because I always thought it was with a Z, but then I just saw it with a D everywhere. So I yeah, just no, changed. and they do that. What drives me like it, that one like didn't bother me that much. What drives me nuts is when they do that with ships, like uh, yeah, Akizuki. Yeah, and, why yeah. with a D? I know. And so it's like Dookie, and it's like yeah, like, yeah. what? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> awful name. So now you've learned a little bit of Japanese. It's Zoo. <laughs> it's not Thank you, do. Carlos Sensei. <laughs> Your uh, your Japanese lessons are finally paying yeah, well, off. Well, see, I, I was curious why they always did that. I did. I had no idea, and then I looked at how they were how they were written in in Japanese, and I'm like, oh, that's why, because it makes like a tiny little extra sound that they're like, oh, well, nobody's gonna get it if we make it zoo like with a Z. Well, let's make it with the D. Yeah, <laughs> Romaji's stupid. <laughs> that's yeah. that's my lesson. It, to mm-hmm. I agree <laughs> with that. <coughs> Uh, last little thing, uh, Mezidai, uh says that she didn't really find anything in 2018 uh, that uh, she liked, but her best boy is Chuya from Messines and Dead Apple. So at least there's that. <laughs> found that. Found, find something positive about the year. We appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I I will say, um, and I kind of told Logan this earlier is I. I thought I I, I kind of thought without really looking into the year that it was an awesome year. But as I went through and and was looking at the year as a whole, I feel like 2018 was kind of average to below average as you know a year eh, in I mean, total. I think it was for me personally. It was kind of like a uh, <laughs> I don't know how to say this. It was like a sandwich. Like it was really good bread on the outside with the winter and fall seasons being really strong for me. Um, but the, uh, the meat inside wasn't necessarily what I was hoping for. Mm-hmm. Um, because yeah, yeah spring good, was all right for ends, me. Summer the... did nothing. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I think all, all in all a really good year. Um, I don't think it was as good as, uh, 2017 for sure, but I think there were some real bangers, uh, especially in the winter season, uh, from 2018. Yeah, winter season was definitely a great season. Um, yeah. And I think it went downhill pretty much the rest of the year from there. But, yeah, that's it. That's our Anime Awards. Ooh, um, that is our 2018 year in review. Now we can <coughs> chug on through 2019 and hopefully bring you the same level of coverage. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to do our best yep. as life throws us roadblock after roadblock but this was fun this yeah. was a fun cast yeah um and it's perfect timing because my red bull appears you know feels like it's wearing off at this point <laughs> um yeah, like you made it, vote from the listeners do you do you prefer me drinking alcohol or caffeine during the cast vote now on your phones yeah. i'll <laughs> set up a straw poll or something um <laughs> throw it in with the the, the podcast the listeners post. are going to make jeff very very drunk <laughs> yes that's our oh, own. that's God. everyone's goal does yeah. that have to we I need to do something AX. now for like our hundredth cast for like something related to alcohol we talk about it enough yeah. we're coming up on that are we really oh we are holy shit I mean yeah we're like at 87 88 I can't remember what this is whatever it says in the intro <laughs> you know before we do yeah <laughs> actually that's not true uh, we'll find out before you do because we'll finish this and oh, alright <laughs> Anyways, if you would like to get a hold of us uh, to hop into our Discord um, and share your thoughts about the 
year that was 2018 in anime. Uh, you can find this on Twitter at anime underscore arcade. We are on Facebook at facebook.com slash anime arcade. We are on Instagram at the underscore anime underscore arcade. Um, our email is mail.animearcade at gmail.com. Our website is animearcade.net. Hit us up on any of those and we will get you an invite to the Discord if you so desire. Um, and you should join because we have a lot of fun stuff going on. Um, yeah. Damn sweet. If you think boys. we're cool, you should see our community. Our community is even cooler than we are. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> we all hold a candle to him. Um, yeah, our uh, Hunger Games is going on. Good job. Freaking power pissing on <laughs> Just decimating everyone. So Steven's catching up. EU best Hunger Games, I guess. Um, and then, yeah, we've got a couple more weeks. Probably one more week by the time this is out of our Ghostic uh, community watch along, which means that you could get in and vote for the next one. Uh, submit a show as well. You know, make us watch stuff. Um so yeah that's going on uh but i think that's it unless you guys have anything else you want to add nope that'll do it that'll do it okay well thank you all for uh joining us for the year that was 2018 uh we hope you stick around for 2019 um and just thank you all so much for listening until next time peace